0: You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Said that like we just had a commercial break. (laughs) It's kind of weird. We're going to roll with it. But anyway, um, Anna, how are you doing?
0: I'm fantastic. How are you,
1: Paul? I'm really good too. Thank you for asking. This week, we are going to talk about games that are that have have wonderful stories like we're trying to really focus in on the story aspect of games and and that means if the game itself isn't even great but the story was that that's the that's the bloody point of this episode
0: right yeah i mean not that any of the games that we talk about weren't really great i mean they all kind of were pretty great yeah some, some had better stories than others
1: you brought up a, a good point previously uh, in the director's cut that probably won't be released. That um, the, 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 it's hard to talk about games that had a great story, but the game wasn't great because, as you said, you don't really tend to finish those games because they're not great. So, <laughs> so I don't really, I don't really have any either. But I guess the point is, is that's how dedicated we are to focusing on the story aspect of the game. You know, we don't even care if the game's bad which is not, but it could be, but it's not.
0: No, and I mean, or it could be bad to us. I mean, there's been a few episodes where I've talked about games that millions of people love, and I haven't maybe spoken about them in a positive light. So, you know, after getting all that hate email, I uh, I understood that opinions can be different sometimes.
1: Yeah, I disagree, but I've... <laughs> <laughs> I have no evidence to stand that ground. Um <laughs> So yeah, I mean, this is this going to be, it's a kind of a loose topic in general, and, and I, I guess it, to set some kind of ground rules, I would say, I don't have any ground rules prepared. <laughs> That's what I would say. I'm, I am full of shit right now. Um, mm-hmm. But to make up ground rules on the spot, I would say um, that, uh, you know, play, play fair, let's play ball.
0: <laughs> All right. Well well my, my first pick runs right into a place that I've uh, gone a few times. I I liked watching the wizard when it came out, I know it was a big advertisement, the one with Fred Savage, but it, it like led to the big video game competition, and I always thought it was a really cool movie. So when Willie Beamish came out, it kind of reminded me of yeah. The Wizard because he's doing the same thing. He's trying to raise money. He wants to be in the Nintari Championships, and and it just it hit that same nerve in me that uh, the good one, you know, story-wise. And Okay, maybe you'd say neither of them have a fantastic story, but they kind of do.
1: Yeah, well, I can't. I can't speak on the movie well because I haven't seen it since before puberty. <laughs> a weird, weird way to choose to phrase that, but it's true. Um, but the, for, for Beamish, I've got. A, I've got a fondness for that game too. It was, it, and it was just one of my favorites. Like I, I talk a big talk about acting like I know what my favorite games are, and I don't. That's why I never list them in the same order. But but I, I think a good a good test. Would be what were the when you when I first started buying boxes again? What were the first ones I got? You know, mm-hmm. so going back, I don't know seven, eight, something years ago when I when went I decided to buy a big box again, and it was it was Police Quest One, um, Willy B Mission Space Quest Two, I believe.
0: A what a on combo! Speech. Willy Beamish is kind of one of these games is not like the other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I had the best memories. Like you know, I mean, I had I had like nightmares from from the the, the babysitter with the wormy wormy pasta. Ugh.
0: Oh yeah, was she was it? such a bitch.
1: Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird to play it again now, and and, and remember that like I. I my memories of that game were at a time that that could actually scare me into sleeping poorly for a few days.
0: <laughs>
1: you look at it now, like wow, that's embarrassing. But yeah, I don't. That's you're right. It's hard. How do you judge it on the story? So it's it's, it's a boy who who has a clear goal, a good goal. I like that one. It's relatable, especially for you know us us you know, nerdy. PC gamers back in the day where it's like, yeah, I want, you know, we probably wanted to go to an Atari championship, so, so so check marks there. The ghost grandpas, that's a little weird, but, you know, there's a B story going on. That's cool. And, and then the dad loses his job and, and ends up working for, for, you know, the bad guys,
0: mm-hmm.
1: for lack of any descriptive... Worse, and then I mean
0: but they don't know just how bad of bad guys they are I mean to start it off the company itself they're kind of like bad guys but then it just goes super deep into that side of things which I didn't pay much attention to that side of the storyline when I was younger either
1: yeah as a kid I picked up on the the weird the weird sexual thing going on between Mm -hmm. uh what's what's her name
0: Leona I think Mm -hmm, Leona Humphrey. yeah well I mean her name alone right yeah
1: yeah where like she's she's riding her she's got like a smithers if you haven't played the mm-hmm. game she's, she's got like a, a, a smithers mm-hmm. kind of guy um yeah yeah, yeah exactly like, like proper proper sycophant kind of relationship thing going mm-hmm. on and and but there's this one scene where she's watching tv and he's on all fours like a horse and she's riding him mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. it's very out of place in the game
0: so
1: <laughs> maybe it's not yeah. i don't know <laughs>
0: I don't know. I mean, you, you look at the nurse, you, there's, I mean, you yeah. frog, right? How many connotations are there in a game like that? The whole game is dripping S- sexuality, but the kind that makes the adults go, ha, 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 I know what that means. And kids go, ha, that's funny, but I don't know why.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like how Willie Beamish goes from beginning to end. I mean, he has a goal, Stay out of military school, get into a competition, play the game right spoilers, you claim victory of the championship right that 's a satisfying story
1: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly No, i 'll get behind it i 've got i 've got too much nostalgia for it to to be you know uh, objective in any sort of way <laughs> let 's see so I think for me the the one I kind of want to get out of the way first because it 's to me it 's like the uh the, the, I don't know it's, it's what I'm comparing everything else to in a sense would be like Gabriel Knight honestly one or two I'll, I'll go with one mm-hmm. for now but but uh, for me that would be like if I was trying to describe what I meant by just the game story itself where it's like a, you could extract the story from the game in that case and, and it would read really well as as you know a, a movie or a television show or, or a a book, which I know, you know, obviously they were, but, uh, you know what I mean? It's just see, it's, it's got like, it's got great writing at its core.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got real actors in it. You've got great writing. And I mean, you have it written by a writer who wrote even under a pen, uh, even under a pen, you know, there's Jane Jensen did some amazing stuff. I'm not surprised it was, it was an amazing game. And I mean, the graphics were just pretty amazing for its time. Yeah. So blow you away on all sorts of different levels.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it, it had it had everything a, a story needs in, in the sense of intrigue and excitement and suspense and trying to figure out identities. and Yeah, it, it did everything right, but it, it's... Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it's just the storytelling specifically. And I guess Gabriel and I, too, definitely belongs in that same category where it's just... I, 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 I feel like I could have been happy... Just clicking screens and and listening to that game, like the puzzles were were great too. That's one of the things that that makes it such a well-rounded, like kind of I guess masterpiece, really. The Gabriel Knight two game, but the was the fact that the puzzles were fair. You know, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's probably one or something. I, I don't remember, but the the puzzles in that game were like that that perfect balance where you you know they're not obvious, but but they didn't take too long to get. Uh, so well, yeah, it, it had it all. That
0: that taking even back with Fangoria they're like let's make these games accessible to everybody not just people that are hardcore gamers and I, I really think they worked hard to continue that tradition with the Gabriel even more experience
1: Right, yeah, yeah, exactly Exactly. I've th- I, I, I heard from a, I think a few people, I think one of them is Sean McCauley, in, uh, a mate of ours in, in the, uh, the Facebook page and group which go bloody like it or whatever join it you know that stuff but uh, he he was saying that i think it was him sorry if i'm wrong mate that the um i 3 was was maybe the best story of them all or or was maybe if if not claiming that it was the best of the three or his favorite of the three that that it was it's so much better than you would imagine because of all the shit that that game gets mm-hmm. <laughs> like behind behind the mess of that game is actually apparently a, a really amazing story um, and if I had played it, then maybe I'd have one entry for bad game, great story, but <laughs> <laughs> but alas.
0: Well, you know, uh, it's right in that generation of games that I mostly missed at the time, and, and Phantasmagoria in, initially was a part of that, but even looking back at it now, it's impressive, the fact that it takes you. And you don't expect, I mean, you're right off this earthly plane and and you're discussing for stuff. It's so addictively cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it really is. Yeah, I I just recently replayed that. Uh, I I think it was around Halloween time for the first time Mm -hmm. in a while. And yeah, it's it's just a fun time. Like, I I don't Mm -hmm. know if it was... Back in the day, maybe it was experienced in, on a different level, but it, it's aged with the rest of us. So now, now we can go back and, and enjoy it as like a, a kind of a, like a B movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if if you look at it in that sense, it's it's a, it's a really good time. It's really well, simple. and if
0: you if you look at the how much cost how much work goes into it the cast the i mean the names everything about it is just it was so big for some company that started out making little pixel games and parser games and stuff you know it was it's just amazing how far how much farther they could have gone or i guess it's disappointing that they weren't able to go too much farther after that point
1: yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's that games it's worth revisiting too because it's it's easy to get carried away with like the tropes of it like like we do with Cedric and stuff and then you go you go back and play King's Quest five and you're like yeah oh, he's not that bad um <sighs> with with Phantasm you know when I went back and played it like like uh, D- David's acting his performance stood out to me as amazing like I, I didn't. I didn't remember it I don't think I looked for that stuff I should say the last time i played that game you know over a decade ago. I mm-hmm. uh, wasn't you know looking at it in that sort of critique light or whatever but but he did he did an awesome job as him It was just there was a lot of things about it where were going back it was it was really charming and um
0: mm-hmm.
1: i you know i guess I should add phantasmagoria 2 to the list as well because that's I played that also sometime around this Halloween for the first time and mm-hmm. that game was amazing. Like, I don't know. I don't want to over-talk it. And then, you, you know, I'm wondering if how much of my enjoyment was due to the fact that I expected less than nothing. Like, I, I expected <laughs> nothing. I, I don't even know why I played it. Like, I, 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 didn't, I didn't see myself ever really playing it. I had no interest. I expected nothing. And, and it was great. It was really good. The ending gets a little out of control, which is a weird thing. Uh, there's certain, certain films and games and stuff, it's, they they go super strange at the last second, and it's like, huh.
0: It's often you... somebody's vision.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That, you know, like, oh, man, I see this, and it's really going to just like shock everybody or make everybody think or drop everything, and often it's a circumstance, a uh, time circumstance.
1: Right, you right. Know,
0: t- you can't understand it now, but it it was meant to make sense at the time, but... On Thursday, it didn't make sense anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So, uh, yeah, I mean, all of those are, are new-ish games. Uh, I even I've even brought with me a game that is even newer than that. Uh, I I don't know if you've ever played any games much from Didactic Entertainment.
1: No, no, uh, they did like did they do like Deponia?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and, and uh, Edna and Harvey, the breakout, is the one I'm thinking of specifically. Okay. And the reason I bring this up is it it's set in a mental institution. Like this girl, she wakes up and she's got her goes from there, and and whole, like the whole. It goes all the way through and they, they even leave the mental institution and, and it's all intertwined all the way through and then at the end of the game it's even directly involved to the beginning of the game and the rabbit and there's, you know, ends tied and it was just, if you haven't played it yet, it, it's a great adventure game to check out.
1: Yeah, I've never, I've never played any of their of their games. Um, I, I'm quite fond of, uh, there's a YouTuber um, called Fu, and if, mm-hmm. if uh, I'm, I'm sure if, if Listeners of ours don't know of him. If you put up with us, you would definitely like this channel because it's it's a lot of the same stuff, but with moving pictures to go along mm-hmm. with the voice. Um, but no, he does he does a cool little series called Point and Quickie, um, very clever. And um, anyway, he he did one on Deponia and and then another one from that company, but it wasn't Edna and Harvey. Uh, I don't remember. But but both of them, he, you know, he's pretty fair and balanced. But but. And he, but he, he, he didn't like them, and he, he gave a solid case as to why he didn't. So I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll probably <laughs> with the 100 mm-hmm. games in queue, I'll probably skip those then.
0: Yeah, well, I, I have a soft spot for games set in mental institutes.
1: Yeah, well, it's funny you should say that in a rare transition that's smooth. I have sanitarium on here.
0: I see, and I thought about that. Because, you know, the story gets so weird as you get further along into the game, doesn't it, though? <laughs> it's, it's got a little bit like, hmm, what were they thinking here? But otherwise, I mean, because it's like at the beginning of the game, he knows his name, but he doesn't know his name. <laughs> it's like, do you know your name or not? <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell
1: you your name? Yeah, it's it, it's, it's funny, I was I was... Thinking that too, like, should it make the list? Because of the weird parts, and and the the weird parts that for, for me would be the so for those who haven't played it without. well no, we, we kind of have to spoil it without detailed spoils spoilings. <laughs> but the basic premise is is you know you've been in an accident, you wake up in a sanitarium, and and it's basically like a trip through the the the, uh, the playable character's psyche. You know, you mm-hmm. kind of go through these almost levels of of his consciousness and and. A lot of it's up to interpretation, but but each level's played out in a different way. Like one level, you're kind of yourself, and you're in a in a small town with with deformed children who all speak of this mother, and and there's no adults in the town, um, and it's it's really off-putting. And, and then another one, you play, you're the old sister, and you're in like this carnival. Area. It's really cool. But anyway, out of all the levels, there's two of them that are super weird. One of them is the the Aztec one, and mm-hmm. the other yeah. is the. Uh, He's, he's like a four-armed cyclops guy. It's like an mm-hmm, insect mm-hmm. world. You know, yeah. It just gets really weird. But but the, I kept it on the list because they do, they do tie it together in the end. Mm-hmm. Like in, in the end, it 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 tells a pretty good story. And I think the the fact that they added the, the the trauma with his little sister into it, it's pretty deep for for what it is. Like if you if you kind of really examine it, or if you haven't played it since around when it came out or 20 years or 15 years ago, give it a go again because it's, it's impressive storytelling. You've got this element of, you know, the A story is you discovered something important, some sort of cure perhaps. Um, you get into a car crash, it seems like your brakes were cut. You know, it's got all the typical kind of cinema cinematic things that you'd want from it. It, it turns out that your colleague and, and friend went kind of evil, money-hungry situation, didn't want the cure to be released because he'd make a ton of money from it on and on my point to say is that it's it tells like a pretty good kind of a story but then on the on the b side there's like this thing going on where his sister died of an illness and he she asked him for like her favorite teddy bear and Mm -hmm. he he went to go get it for her and he couldn't find it and as he's looking for it she died so like he carries this grief of feeling like he let her down when she needed him the most um and he kind of plays that out like as her <laughs> in this yeah. re- you know really strange carnival world it's 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 great storytelling yeah
0: i uh, i again i've i'm not that great at following some storylines all the way through a game especially if i'm playing through it rather slowly i miss things here and there so i guess a lot of the inconsistencies didn't really bug me anyways
1: yeah and they, they, i think they left enough up to interpretation where i just dubbed it as I, it's just, I, you know, confusing, and uh, like I left it gray. You know, it's just like well, I don't. Kind of a swing in the miss in a miss for me with the Aztec thing. I don't know what they're trying to say here, but it's something. And you know, gotta give them that. They're, they're trying. But yeah, there's some weird parts. But I did like how they wrapped it up in the end. So, anyways, yeah, Sanitarium is worth checking out if you haven't so far. It's really good, and it is uh, has a good port on um, Android and iOS as well. So it's an option.
0: It Does. My next choice is Bureaucracy because it's the story of everyday life. Uh, I don't know if you are at all familiar with that game. Um,
1: Is that the... No, that's Conspiracy KGB. No, so I'm not, actually. (laughs) I better pull up at least some screenshots real quick. I'm not familiar with it. Well,
0: it's a a texty. It's an infocom by Douglas Adams. Oh, of course. Okay, yes, yes, sorry. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. (laughs) I'm so Canadian, I'm apologizing here. Okay, but yeah, it's it's a great game because at the beginning of the game, it's like, oh, hey, hi, how how are you, player? Nice to meet you. Here, fill out this paperwork and give us some information. And then it spends the rest of the game like fucking with you and being like, ha-ha, everything you like, you don't like, and we're going to get your address wrong. And along the way, you get to meet like all sorts of other interesting characters. And all you're really trying to do is is get your address set up and get all your paperwork in order right (laughs) is that even a good story but seriously it's a good story because it's so real and you get these little tidbits of douglas adams wit and humor in the middle of stuff and these little nuggets it's just it's so worth playing for the story although it's it's like a really hard game the whole time you're fighting against uh, a blood pressure monitor that monitors how angry you are and if it goes too high you die of an aneurysm oh wow so it's that's very awesome. stressful. <laughs> and, yeah. and so it's fucking with you. It's screw with you in so many different ways. And you're still filing along this, this little story, right? So go out and play it. It's a text game. You can find it. It's super easy. It's also got great little feelies if you actually get the big box, you know, all the paperwork and the actual forms you fill out and everything. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. No, that's, uh, I remember when I first heard about that, I was shocked that it was Douglas Adams because it's, it's such a departure from, <laughs> from you know, from... Um, <laughs> The bloody, why have I drawn a blank on that? Uh, hitchhikers. There we go. Yeah,
0: hitchhikers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All my brain was giving me was a picture of a mental image of a thumbs up. I'm like, what is that? What <laughs> am I supposed to do with that? What's the <laughs> word, man?
0: Don't panic. Don't
1: panic. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> surprised he didn't give me a 42 or whatever. Um,
0: yeah, one of those. It's not Mad Libs right now. <laughs> which is a game we play in the Classic Gamers Guild, which is where that conversation with Sean that Paul mentioned earlier was. It's a great place. You should go yes. find us there.
1: It also has a great <laughs> story, too. Any Mad Libs ends up being a great story. Yeah, of course. That's not true. My, my like, nine-year-old Mad Libs were probably shit. You know, there's, there's probably... What a what a nine year old boy thinks is clever is usually yeah. kind of verbal. Like
0: remind me is gain is but a verb or an adjective or a noun. Yeah. All three. Okay, great. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't have they don't really understand the concept of diminished returns yet, so they just <laughs> they just hit the same points over and over again.
0: So so Bureaucracy was like not going to be my choice. It was actually going to be Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But then I'm like, uh, of course, it's a good story. It's based on a good story, although it's different, right? But I'm like, I guess I can't even say that. But it is also a great game with a great story that's totally worth playing if you also don't mind being frustrated. I mean, they're both wonderful and totally worth playing and free on uh, the BBC website if you want to play Hitchhiker's Guide with a little bit of uh, graphics. You can just Google it. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy BBC Play is what I use. All right. That was, that
1: was really helpful. Like surprisingly <laughs> helpful. Well, other... I, don't,
0: I usually leave the help to you. I just sort of spout off nonsense about things and leave all the practical stuff alone for other people to do. But I, I threw one in this time, so points for me.
1: Yeah, I, I would argue. I'm not sure I've ever actually been helpful before.
0: <laughs> you were being well, helpful lots in the last episode. I mean, it was... There was helpful stuff in there. If people should listen to it, it was about hardware and emulation. It was pretty long. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's bureaucracy for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And... and you know, go go play. I, I wanted to put a text adventure on here, but the only one I finished is is uh, Leather Goddesses, mm. and it's great, and I had fun. But just you know, not 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 list worthy, I guess. Since all of a sudden I'm casting judgment for some reason. Um, I just had
0: to stop myself from buying that game. It was somebody was selling it on Facebook Marketplace. It's beautiful. It's got those lovely little feelies too. There's a scratch and sniff card, I think, or something. There's a bunch of stuff in there yeah no yeah, it's a scratch were... card it's not a scratch and sniff this isn't a Larry game guys but there's is a it, scratch card in there
1: is that the one with the, I think it's the one of the 3d glasses mm-hmm,
0: I think maybe
1: so. maybe yeah probably
0: no yeah good stuff though
1: I'd bet those, on it those, but not a lot
0: those infocom big box were a story like they were great I loved the big boxes I liked the contents I liked uh the contents in the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy was great too. You get a little don't panic pin and you get some belly button fluff and the microscopic space fleet. So it's really good. The, the, uh, safety sunglasses that go dark whenever, uh, is around.
1: Yeah. You know, I'd seen in a, a, a wonderful documentary on specifically infocom, uh, it's on mm. YouTube. It's, 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 uh, you don't need specific keywords, it's, it's, you're not going to pull up a whole lot when you type in Infocom documentary. <laughs> it's, it's one of them three <laughs> at the top there. Um, it's really good. I actually, I think I posted about it in the guild like a year ago or something, but um, they basically alluded to the fact that it was, th- that, that they, you can't really prove it, it's too, there's no definition of, as far as feelies are concerned, but they basically influenced slash made feelies a thing, um, mm-hmm. Infocom. So, again, I can't back that up from experience. I don't know enough about the subject, but they themselves claimed it, so for what that's worth.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of, I mean, not a lot of early, early Sierra games had actual feelies outside of what Leisure Suit Larry 1 had a napkin. I mean, how many had feelies outside of booklets and papers?
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot that actually came with something physical.
0: And, no, sort of and Willie Beamish, which we talked about earlier. I mean you've got the watch and stuff. Well, yeah, I don't have the watch,
1: but I think you had to send in for the watch though. So.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, the right? stickers is all. They right. came with stickers.
1: Yeah, like I th- I could be wrong, but I think you had to like send in your, your UPC code or whatever for and five dollars mm-hmm. so wait seven months for it to come in the mail. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is um, why they're so bloody hard to come by.
1: Yeah. Yeah they're they're, they're, they're up there for, for uh, I don't know, ro- Rolex prices. Uh, see, sorry. I, I was trying to think of a watch brand that's expensive but not Rolex expensive, and, and I got nothing, so I just went <laughs> with no, that. much watches. <laughs> the ones with the Indiglo, what was the big deal in, like, 94? You remember that? When Indiglo watches came out in, like, the early 90s, I, I think, and it was super exciting. You pressed a little yeah, button. Yeah, I got
0: one. I was like, you can see the time. I remember telling my friends, you can see the time in the dark. And then I'd yeah. do it. I'd be like, whoa, it was <laughs> so good.
1: <laughs> Darkness will just no longer get in the way of myself knowing the time ever again. I
0: have a flashlight everywhere I go that only shows me the time and absolutely nothing else. Yes. Oh, and the <laughs> date, maybe, if you were fancy, right?
1: Stopwatch. <laughs> It's a great flashlight for when you need to see 13 centimeters from <laughs> wherever your wrist is. Exactly. <laughs> you, could, you could basically use it to tell which color M&M you had in the movie theater. I think that's mm-hmm. as far as it went as a flashlight.
0: It's important Wait, I should
1: have said skills. You don't need to know the color of an M&M. It's a little more important <laughs> with a Skittle. But, uh, but I digress. Speaking of Skittles, you know what has a good, uh, good storyline, I think, is the dig.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's a, it's just, it, this this could or uh, I I really actually enjoy the, the game, but it could arguably be one for the the story is better than the game is kind of candidate. The game itself I don't know I really liked it I've only played it once. I did use a walkthrough because I think I think a while ago I'd I'd said something along the lines of like it's it's the worst puzzle to best game ratio. Like, like it's it's it has the the worst puzzles for such a great game like that that i couldn 't hang with the puzzles i i don't i don't like geometry much i'm not good at that sort of thing personally so you, like having to deal with like glowing gems and and fitting them into shapes and and then there was nonsensical things what with the there, there's a you gotta feed the something a turtle it, it 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 has it has you know its custard pie moment or whatever um they should have made the movie Armageddon, like with the the Dig script. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's it's similar to Armageddon, the movie, like a, mm-hmm. a, a pretty similar premise as far as asteroids coming to Earth and, you know, it's down on only one crew and one rocket ship and one chance to save Earth.
0: Um, Which is not a surprise considering Steven Spielberg's involved.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean, the whole thing was done on Skywalker Ranch, right? So it was like this whole epic collaboration, which, which we touched on, but very, very briefly during uh, one of our previous interviews with Noah Faustine. Uh, go check it out if you haven't heard that episode yet.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it was. Uh, had a lot of production issues. I think it took like six years.
0: The longest out of any other game, I think, I recall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> For you... LucasArts, anyways, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I think factually, but um, it's so helpful, right? Saying the word "I think" before (laughs) factually—it's one or the other, mate. Um, Yeah, I think like two, maybe. I think there was three total leads on the project, and two of them, you know, left. It it had a kind of Space Quest six sort of sort of vibe. And there's your ability one per episode, but um, yeah, it had a it had that kind of vibe where, where things were messy in production, and you can almost see it in the game. Like there's there's a there is maybe a weird lack of direction. The, to me, I thought that the not so much the moon logic you puzzles. That's just like adventure fare, especially for the time. But the the geometric ones with the the stones and the, and the staffs, and like it didn't I didn't feel like it really fit. Like it just seemed. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it, it, there were times where it felt like two people's idea colliding is all I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes sense. It had issues. But anyway, yeah, it's a good story. I think it would adapt really well to, to film or, or whatever. And and there's a book I uh, mentioned too by Alan Dean Foster. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty easy to find. I don't think it's. Gotten kind of crazy, expensive, like like The Beast Within, for example, has. But um, is it? But yeah, it's
0: different than the book. They said there's a movie called The Dig coming out, but it says oh. it's based on the 2007 novel of the same name, which would have come out later.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. it must be so a I think one. it's like an
0: entirely different thing. Oh, that's You know, a shame. my experience that is that would have been cool. I got excited. My sure experience course. with the game was I got it in the Lucas Arts Archives, Volume Two. I think no volume three anyways it came with like full throttle and monkey island and salmon max and a bunch of those other games and I tried I tried and then my dad tried and we couldn't get like anywhere and I felt like I was missing the point and then I was like is this kind of like Mr. Riven but it, it's not obviously right but I just I couldn't wrap my head around it. And so many people say it's their favorite game, so I really know that I need to go back and play it, probably with hints. But as a kid, I was just like, oh my god, I don't understand. <laughs> and it's funny, because I used to say, oh, point-and-click games are so much easier than text parser games, right? But I'd eat my words on that one.
1: Well, you know, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's worth giving a go, for sure. It, you definitely can't compare it to any other um, LucasArts game, obviously. It's, it's, it's kind of... Um, Almost, almost a bit more, I guess, Sierra for, for their tone. You know, one, one of the few times they stepped away from a comedic kind of approach. I guess, I guess, full throttle they did as well. But well, all right, one of two times they stepped away from from that. But um, yeah, no, it's it's really good. I don't know about the book. I know the author of the book, um, Alan Dean Foster. I think he he wrote uh, one or more Star Wars books that are, you know, canon or were at some point. So that you know, that gives him some sort of credibility. So maybe the book's good. I don't know. I grabbed it cheap on you know from a thrift store, and it'll probably never be read.
0: <laughs> that happens sometimes.
1: So, you know, three ninety nine. It's on the shelf.
0: Full throttle. Like it's not that it wasn't funny. It was like it was like a wry sense of humor. Maybe even a dry sense of humor. Like it was. It wasn't funny, but it had this sort of tiny smile at the corner of its mouth the whole time you're yeah. playing, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, cause, and, and I'm glad you said that, because I, I definitely didn't mean to, to sound as a critique. Like, For anyone that thinks of it as funny, that wasn't me saying it's not funny. I, I just meant <laughs> it, it's not like trying to be hilarious or, or whatever. Like, like It's not blatantly trying to be funny like monkey island or Sam and max or you know some of the uh, the other lucas titles and actually that reminds me of like indiana jones um so i shouldn't say the dig is uh, that they didn't step away from that much because they did with Indy as well but Indy was kind of more like full full throttle in the sense that you said very well it's more like a sly smile
0: mm-hmm. you know the, the yeah that's humor. true there's like little little undertones of humor in indie. Yeah. and and it goes in a few different directions too
1: yeah yeah Full Throttle's got a really similar similar vibe I would say as far as
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know they they gave Ben Throttle that that, that you know indie indie kind of charm especially as he interacts uh, with females but um yeah anyway so yeah so, I was
0: I was trying to figure out a way to put that and not make it sound bad but that works you did it well actually
1: <laughs> so, so I just had you put him you just sound bad trying to say it instead <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah not not easy to wrap up all right um no, no. Uh, i gotta say before before we get uh, close to wrapping up which I, I guess we should soon um yeah do you do you have any honorable mentions or
0: well yeah, honorable mention is a game i bring up a million times over and i'll do it now is the <laughs> quest for glory series Because it's one long continuous story made up of individual parts that has the beginning and has, well, it's kind of missing some of the end. So it leaves you wanting at the end. So, of course, you're always thinking about it. I mean, five is completed, but it's anyways, it's very satisfying all the way through. Sorry, I dwell on that a bit. I have a lonely import character from Quest for Glory 5, and it's been sitting on a disc with a backup disc and another backup disc for so many years now. Yeah. (laughs) But the story from one to five is beautiful and I love it. And and I think it's great. I mean, you take a hero and you bring him up, like even talking about like quest for glory four, the story progresses as you play it, like you show up, everybody hates you, right? By the time you leave, everybody like you, you know, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's,
1: it, it is more like you said, satisfying as a whole, like the, the arc mm-hmm. of the, of the, you know, Mm-hmm. Of the character, or, or, well, it's uniquely very much your character more than any other game in that sense. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind and of it's more, you, more the right? whole than the single game.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you're like, man, this is all the stuff I've done. This is what I've accomplished. Now everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you're the prince of ship and all that." And it's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I am." And then if you go all the way through to the end and you've got all of your your import character stuff intact and you're all boss, then it's all about storyline. You don't even have to grind unless you're worried about the points. You're just like, "Yeah, I can just do everything. Maybe learn how to swim a bit." Which yeah. funny story, I was going through Quest for Glory 5 for the very first time with the strategy guide, which, of course, the other strategy guide, uh, the one with Devin in it, was only up to number four. So I'm playing through it the first time with the 5 strategy guide, and it's like, now start practice swimming. I'm like, what? And I, I know it's a stat, I know I should know this, and I know this is totally stupid, but I was like, practice swimming? Because every time I do the, the right where you have to swim to go to Atlantis, I get tired so fast I have to take like 50 stamina potions. Well, it turns out if I just practice and get my numbers up to like at least 200, I can swim around for as long as I want and everything's cool until you're right out of breath. I'm like, duh, I don't know why I didn't clue in to like jump off the dock and practice swimming just once and all the times I've played through it and I never have. But anyways, great story, great bunch of games. That's my closing thought an uh, honorable well, mention
1: what's cool in the, the, that thought is, is that you found another way to persevere regardless you know to the, to the credit of the game design as well that that's cool you know that, that that might not have been easy to get as many potions as you needed to do that but still you could do it another way and you found it
0: well, yeah you're certainly not hurting for money in quest for glory five especially if you're a thief too there's just like there's money everywhere there's lots of cash so and I mean, I just play the game at the in the with the parrot, the three in a row in the color game, uh, and that's just that's easy. So I just play that for a day and get tons of money too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you you mentioned a second ago too, like uh, left you kind of wanting the story as a whole, and and you know, obviously, I think Sp- uh, Space Quest did as well, and mm-hmm. among among many others. But but it's so we kind of like really want the like you know more finality or, or or that one more game but also it's it's almost kind of nice that it d- doesn't happen because then it lives mm-hmm. on forever in a way you know exactly. you just keep <laughs> you just keep dwelling on it and coming up with you know really keep it alive that way so it's it's a weird relationship where as much as we want it you know it wouldn't be even a big deal or talk you know
0: exactly. talked about all that much
1: of it if it had happened
0: What about a little program? Can someone make a program like a little hero retirement community where we can take our import character and free him from the confines of the disc and let him like kick back and like watch Netflix and hang out and maybe play some of his own video games and he can have like an Antwerp head on the wall himself and stuff. That might be kinda cool.
1: Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's do that and then (laughs) and then set it in the Johnny Castaway universe <laughs> yes,
0: and make perfect. it so it's, it's online <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah yeah but and then put it online so like all mm-hmm. of your your heroes are all chilling together
0: oh dude it's Deserted. like the virtual hero land yeah yeah exactly yeah
1: and you can correct. feel good when you go to work and stuff knowing that they're safe and <laughs> they're with it friends just,
0: i'd like to have a place my my original import files are one of the the high density five and a quarter that have the it was bright yellow it was my very first pack of brightly colored discs and so i took the yellow one and i put my quest for glory import files on it
1: yeah uh, that reminds me of like the first time we got those translucent neon floppies Ooh, yeah <laughs> it was so exciting very classy <laughs> people
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's my final thoughts. And and you know, it's kind of hard. Like like you said, this episode is tricky. The storylines are generally pretty good. If we didn't like the story, we probably wouldn't have finished it. So uh, I think what I was trying to do, and and you as well, was find a balance between those two extremes, which I think I think we did.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I think it came out all right. But I I don't know if we made the point we had to make or what the point was. But we said no. words for a while there were
0: definitely words for you guys and and hey you guys can always uh shout some words back to us uh you can find us on facebook we are a group and we are a page facebook.com classic gamers guild you can also find us on instagram we occasionally even post up episodes there uh, at cgg podcast you can find us at twitter send us a tweet that would be pretty cool uh the cg guild Uh, or hey, maybe you're old-fashioned, send us an email, mail at classicgamersguild.com and uh, also thanks to all of our Patreon subscribers, you help make this podcast possible uh, as well as our extra special thanks tier, Uh, thanks a lot for being there for us, Jay Holmes and Mark Fillion, you guys are awesome, and uh, any last words? Um,
1: don't do murder. I'm not the only